Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, and good night. Whenever, wherever, however you care to join us, welcome to the Hot Tag Podcast. And coming to the ring, hailing from Chesapeake, Virginia, one half of your host with the most that will whip you from pillar to post, all power to the people himself, Shabo, along with the mastermind behind the design, the lineage of excellence himself, Big Grizz, Eric Phillips. Eric, how you doing today? How you living? How you feeling? I got to tell you what, man. What's up, brah? I'm lit today. Mm. I lit today. It's going to get really interesting today. I'm going to oh, tell you guys. Oh, boy. If you are listening, the wheels on this show are completely off. We're we're off the hook today. We're off the hook. And with that being said, me and Eric want to apologize to our listeners from our previous podcast. We both listened back on them. It was like, man, we sound boring and dull. (laughs) Yeah, it was it it was it was tough to get through. So we're coming to you guys with a different reproach. We introduced our re ah. Can't even talk. We reintroduced ourselves, rejuvenated ourselves, renewed ourselves, and we'll be bringing you a brand new type of podcast. This is more of a shoot podcast. All you wrestling fans, you know what a shoot is. For instance, I used to have notes in front of me. I have no notes. We have no notes. This is off the top of the dome. Yep. Reckless abandonment at its best. So you're going to get just us, our personality, who we are, what we represent. You're going to get us, not nothing that was written down. So this is us, this is Shay, and this is Eric. And once again, welcome to the Hot Tag Podcast. Let's get it started, my friend. Let's get it started. Let's let's, let's talk about some wrestling. Um, so what, what's, what's some news that's going on? What have you heard? Poor Jeff Hardy. <laughs> oh, oh. <laughs> really? I, we, we, we didn't touch on that last week, but it's been on my mind because Jeff Hardy's one of my favorites, man. Poor Jeff Hardy. He just can't catch a break. It, I don't think, you know, honestly, I don't think it's a matter of poor Jeff Hardy. This is not one of those instances where, you know, you know, he was walking in the middle of the road on a dark night or anything like that. You know, he wasn't endangering anybody. The man passed out in the stairwell. What? First yeah. of all, who hasn't passed out in a stairwell after after a decent night of drinking? Yeah, I'm saying he must have been feeling real good. I passed out on the front porch. <laughs> I I have. Oh, good God! I can't believe about. I can't believe I'm about to go here, but let's go there. Why not? Uh, I would say the craziest place that I have passed out is a graveyard. What the hell? <laughs> That's not what type of creep, what type of creepy stuff are you on? All right. All right, Dagnabbit. Hold on. No, you just wait one minute. Okay. 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 What had happened was... Oh, boy. <laughs> you already know. You always know it's a good story when they start out with what had happened was... You That's know what I said, oh boy. Lit. Yes. Okay. So, went to go hang out with some of my friends. Yeah. And keep in mind, this is also, I think I was around 22 when this happened. Right. We all had a night of drinking. We go back to the house. It just so happened that a friend of mine's house was next to a graveyard. Ah. So, we're, you know, we're talking, we're drinking, we're having a good time. Somebody suggests, hey, let's go to the graveyard and hang out. No. 
I also want to make it known that I was the only black person in this group. Oh, oh, they got you, bro. <laughs> they got you. They, they I, set you up for that. I was already drunk. <laughs> I I didn't want to be left by myself in the house. So I'm the, and plus I was the biggest guy in the group. So I'm definitely not gonna be played out like I'm no punk. So why not? I'm already feeling great. Let's go to the graveyard. We're all going to hang out. I had a buddy with me. He was supposed to be. He was. He was supposed to be my buddy that looked after me while in the graveyard. I guess apparently I was walking too slow or something. Or they might have did it on purpose at this point. I don't even know. We, this conversation has never came up <laughs> with any of us. <laughs> Except for the except for the fact of oh yeah we left Eric out in the graveyard so at some point I was way too drunk don't remember what went on woke up it had to been it had to been around six in the morning I wake up and I'm laying next to a headstone oh that would have creeped me out I'm sorry that well, would have been frightened I'm a pretty twisted individual yeah. so, one graveyards don't scare me anyway number two. It took me a minute to even realize what was going on. <laughs> <laughs> I had to get your bearings straight. Yeah, I didn't wake up. Oh my god! Oh, oh, oh my god! How do I wake in the graveyard? I literally woke up and I'm like, "What the hell am I doing in the graveyard?" <laughs> literally. So, if that's in, if that's any indication of how wild and twisted and crazy I am, if you guys haven't noticed it from my rant from before, that is a clear indication. Eric's yeah. not. <laughs> so yeah. that is that is my drunk in the graveyard story. You said you was twenty two when you passed out. I, I think I was around twenty two or twenty three at the time. I'm ashamed to say it, and kids, I I I, I don't um I, I don't promote this, but I was sixteen. <laughs> oh, come on. you got a lot of nerve. <laughs> Sorry. Well, all right, all right, all right. But getting away from it. Get away from me. If y'all don't know, Jeff Hardy is locked up again. He's, uh, I mean, he's probably out, but, you know, he got in trouble. He's out, at, he's out at this point, but my friend, he is not the only person. He is not the only person with the past two weeks. Hey, who you talking about, Oos? Is it my Oos you talking about? We are talking about Oos. Jimmy Uso again arrested for DUI this morning. Good God, am I, I, I find it, it's very ill-timed. <laughs> it's very ill-timed. Considering what, considering the Doctor of Thugonomics put them on full blast. On the Raw reunion, which we'll indulge into a little later, but yeah. And then Thursday, he's arrested for DUI. All I gotta say is, Naomi, I don't know what's going on, but check your boy. Okay, he was probably drinking because of her. Pissed, he, she probably pissed him off. Even the look, uh, look, ain't there my ain't there my the arguing in the world is gonna make me go to a point where I'm gonna go drink and drive. I would much rather deal with whatever drama's going on at home than have to deal with the drama of the blue lights behind. Me. Uh, like, like a girl never made you so mad you went to go have a drink at a bar just to get away and then just no. go home. Huh? I have never, ever. No, I, I, now I have left the house to go take a walk, to go clear my head, but I have made it a point that I will never let a woman drive me to drink. Oh, you better than me. I've had a few beverages because 
women just pissed me off so bad, and I didn't want to Chris Benoit the whole house, so I just left. Oh, good God, man! Hey, you say you a sick individual? Come, come to my, come to my terradome. Good Lord, this is a, a good grief. I went for a walk. You said, let me go walk before I get over the whole entire house. Good yeah. Lord. Ain't nobody waking up tomorrow. <laughs> oh, man, I shouldn't joke about that. I'm sorry. We don't, well, honestly, I was going to make the joke of at least you were alive at the end. Hey, <laughs> Wow. Moving on. Moving on. Like Maybe. I said, folks, this is off the cuff, off the top of the head. No notes. So we're just going at it. So, yeah, that's uh, that's the big rumor of the day. Jimmy has once again, once again, got caught. I hope, all just, I really hope he really gets this under control, man, because, I mean, when you've seen, you've heard the horror stories from, you know, the, the horror drinking stories from guys like HBK and Ric Flair and guys like that. Like, you hear these stories, and it's like, you hope to God that you know the these stay is just funny drinking stories. And and so uh-huh. the cops are involved. It it starts to get a little out of hand. And you know what these pro wrestlers, they all still pop pills, you know. I still believe every last one of them got a bag of pills in their wrestling gym bag. And I don't like mixing pills and alcohol because that's a concoction for disaster. You know what I mean? No. So Yeah, so I'm a big pill popper. Yeah, yeah, I mean, I you know, indulged in a few Percocets and Vikings back in my day, but back in my day, meaning last year, but <laughs> <laughs> it'd be like that sometimes. Yeah, it'd be like that sometimes, but I ne- but I didn't like if I took a Percocet, I wouldn't drink for the rest of the day because I didn't like the yeah, I used to do that when I my younger younger days, like 23, 24. Used to pop pills, uh, drink, and do whatever, and didn't care. My heart be beating fast. All I'm doing is sitting there. My heart beating fast. I'm like, oh, this is a rush. <laughs> you know? <laughs> but now my heart starts beating fast. Like, uh-oh, where, where's my doctor? Call nurse. I tell, you, I tell you what, man. Once you hit the, once you hit the 30s, that's a wrap from there. Like, you get a lot more health conscious about yourself. Yo, boy, who you telling? You feel a twinge of pain in your chest. Oh, my God, Elizabeth, it's the big one. Yeah, I'm coming, Elizabeth. I'm coming. <laughs> yeah, yeah, so... But back to it, I just hope pills and stuff won't involve. You know what I mean? And also, I don't, what do you think the disciplinary action is going to be taken? You know Vince ain't going to stand for this. You know what no, I mean? No, I, I really truly believe they let him slide on the first, first one. First one, yeah. Because, because if you remember, that was during near the same, the same week as uh, WrestleMania. And in my mind, I just knew as punishment, they were going to take the titles off of him. But they didn't. They kept it on him. So with this, I don't know what type of punishment is coming. I don't know if it's a suspension. I don't know if it's a fine. It could possibly be both. But at this point, with, with it happening this close, with them happening this close together, a message has to be sent. Yeah, definitely. And not just for the company's sake, but for Jimmy's sake. Like he needs a wake up call. Like, bro, this is number two. You do not want this to get to number three because once you get to number three, man, it's all downhill from there if you don't get it in control. Yeah, you're going to be on Sunday Night Heat or <laughs> something like that. They'll bring back Sunday Night Heat just to put Jimmy on. Don't do that, Jimmy. Yeah, don't. yeah. Well, anyway, on to other rumor or rumor news. Uh, CM Punk sat down with ESPN to do an interview and, it's, and Punk has said that AEW... 
at one point offered them a contract. Yeah. Yeah. I, and I mean, this really, I don't think anybody should really be surprised about that. But Punk in this interview, in my opinion, makes it blatantly clear that he he's he doesn't have a connection with AEW except for being friendly with Cody and the Bucks and so right. And he he also makes it clear that you know he doesn't plan to be at all at all out. So here's the question: Are we being worked by Punk? Are we being worked by Punk? Um. Uh, okay, for me with CM Punk, you know he left the company in 2014. He tried MMA. He lost horribly his first fight. The second fight he had, the guy really just played around with him, honestly. But he still lost that one. So in my eyes, what value do you have right now? You haven't wrestled in five years, and you lost your last two fights. What am I going to? I mean, you see, I mean, the crowd's still going to pop. He's still going to pop. Like once, For sure. it, yeah, yeah, fizzle. If he does sign with AEW, but it's what appeal do you have now? Right. Honestly, like if I was a promoter, I'd just be like, uh, like I wouldn't bring him in, like how WCW brought in Hulk Hogan, like no way, like uh, uh-uh. nah, not like that. But I'll bring him in, like you know, um, there's gonna be a special guest referee type thing, and it turns out to be Punk or something like that, you know, something small, and then build them up like that. So you think it's a work? I think, you think, it's, a, it's, a, I think it's a work. Okay, I don't. I honestly, I up until this, up until today, I thought we were being worked. I thought Punk was going to come. I'm thoroughly convinced after reading this interview that Punk's really done with wrestling for the time being, and uh, I, and I completely understand your point. But I think when it comes to Punk, uh, as far as you know, his longevity, his star power, his value at this point, I don't think that really matters to him. I think he's truly happy in the place that he's at right now. You know, he's writing, you know, he's writing comic books. Oh, I didn't you know, know that. Yeah, he's actually he's actually writing uh he's actually wrote some comic books. He's done uh I believe I don't know if it's illustrations or if he's actually writing it, but I believe he's actually like writing uh writing comic books. He's actually been doing that for a while. It, is uh, is the, super, is the superhero straight edge? I I don't know, but if I had to bet, probably so. Okay. <laughs> probably so. But uh, also, he does commentary for FCCF, uh, the cage fighting promotion. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, didn't know that. I guess he, yeah. said he can't beat him, so he might as well talk about him. Yeah, I, I didn't. Honestly, I didn't really get it because I felt like. You know, Punk's relatively new to MMA. Like, how much insight could he possibly give? But, but I'm not going to knock his hustle either. Like, you know what I'm saying? Get that money however you can. But just from reading the interview, I think Punk is just really in this happy place right now and being done with wrestling. So I, I really, I think a lot of people are in for a lot of disappointment. So, because I really don't think Punk's coming. I don't, I, it sounds like he's done. And at this point, because of all the talk that surrounded it, I had hopes myself. But I'm actually glad if, if Punk is in a happy place right now. He's done with wrestling, you know, and you know he's not interested in going back. All power to you, man. Have fun, enjoy yourself, you know. But I do. I will say I don't think he's going back right now. I think once AEW built up some steam, 
once they start airing on TNT, do some pay-per-views, some more names show up, then he might come back, you know what I mean? Because now that's new competition, a, a new audience, a new venue, a new promotion, a new start. So he might come back under those situations. But I think it's once they build up some more momentum being AEW, then that's when I think he'll come back. Because I, I believe yeah. deep down he wants to stick at the vents for firing him on his wedding day. Yeah. So he, he, he I mean, you just don't, you're not going to let that go. And I don't know CM Punk, obviously, personally, but from the stories I heard from other shoot interviews, he's pretty petty. He's kind of petty. And from hearing his um, interview on the Colt Cabana podcast, he, you know, he, he's kind of petty. He's kind of uh, arrogant, you know, so he's going to he's gonna want to stick it back to the company that let him go and fired him on his wedding day. Yeah. Uh, uh, reading his interview, he says he says that, you know, the punk from... You know, WWE is not the punk that he is now. The guy that rented on Colt Cabana, uh, you know, is not the same person he is now. Oh, like bullshit. he says, I, I, I agree. And that was the only thing that I disagreed with him on the interview because I'm like, uh, if you have, if it's the right time and you have a chance to stick it to stick it to Vince, you're going to do it. Yeah. I, I, and... And I, and I don't think it should. I don't think we should really look down on him for that because I mean, after everything that WWE put him through, I think he deserves to put the screws to him. Oh, most definitely, yeah. and it makes for good entertaining TV. <laughs> you know, yeah, uh, that just ups dude. Punk going, Punk going to AEW only ups the ante of this whole proposed war between AEW and WWE. Yeah. So it's like for me, I'm like, I'm all for it, and it's good for both promotions because. He shows up on AEW. Well, how is Vince going to retaliate on his show about yeah. CM Punk? You know what I mean? It's going to make you it's make it's going to make you want to watch Raw SmackDown just to see if they're going to if they're going to rip him or or you know what I'm saying, give Analogy him a or something. Yeah. 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 Real quick, going back to like 2010, um when Hulk Hogan showed up to TNA. The mm -hmm. yeah, fans, y'all remember TNA? Does anybody remember that Impact Wrestling? Uh, well, we try. I think I think a lot of wrestling fans try to get that out of their minds because of the whole Vince Russo. Thing. Yeah, I, well, think we try, I think we try to forget about that. Yeah, well, back in 2010, it was bringing Hulk Hogan in. It was going to be a big deal. So to counter that, Vince being the competitor he is, he brought Bret Hart back, and that was Bret Hart's first appearance since the Montreal Screw Job in 1997. So it was that was a real big deal. Like Bret Hart's coming back to WWE. Oh, Hulk Hogan showing up in TNA on the same night at the same time. Yeah, so it might be Vince something like that. Like CM Punk's gonna show up at AEW. Vince might bring back Stone Cold. Yeah, Vince, Vince know how to steal some shine. Yeah, does he? He knows how to steal some shine. So I, I think with everything, he's they've been pretty even killed as far as AEW goes. You know, slight, there's been slight, you know, things here and there, you know, but you know, as far as Triple H calling it, you know, a pissant company at the Hall of Fame ceremony so, uh, you know, Cody destroying Triple H's throne. Yeah. You know, to Triple H having, you know, when they did the, when they did the Saudi Arabia show, uh, Triple H you know, on the poster of the show, Triple H had that is sitting on that exact same throne, so I it's like so they're throwing slight jazz back and forth. Look, but if anything that will set this wall, it's Punk showing up. 
Yeah, oh yeah, that that be the kaboom right there. Like, okay, yeah. off and running. The official shot fired. Almost like uh when uh once again I'm going back in history. Some of y'all not old enough to remember this. When WCW first went on Monday night and Lex Luger showed up after just being on the WWE's pay-per-view the week before. So it's like, whoa, okay, that's what we're doing. Off to the races we go. So hopefully, yeah, it will be like that. That's how they got to do it. If AEW wants to pull the trigger on Punk, I think that's how you do it. You give him the Lex Luger Monday Nitro type Yeah, he just walk out. Have him just walk out. Like, I have him walk through the crowd like how John Moxley did. At uh, what was oh damn, what was the pay per view when John Moxley showed up? Double or what? Double or nothing. Yeah, have him just walk through the crowd or something like that. That boy, I would pop for that, and then just have him grab a mic and start and let him shoot like he did that pipe bomb. Yes. Let him sit in style in the middle of the ring and just go. Oh, I will mark. I will mark. Yeah, let him drop a pipe bomb. Give him 10 minutes because it'll probably take that long for him to air his grievances and and light that flame. And we're off to the races, man. Off to the races. Yeah, for sure. uh, Oh, I was going to say, is there any more rumors? If you had anything. Um, No, we can go into Raw Down if you want. Fans, I want to hear about Raw Down. What's the difference between Raw and SmackDown? Let's give him the raw down. Stone Cold, Stone Cold, Stone Cold. Okay, that's raw down. <laughs> that's basically. That's. Was there anything else that needed to be said after that? Like uh, HBK. Yeah. No, honestly, no. I'm gonna tell you something. Uh, what was it? Uh, it was when Rollins and AJ Styles wrestled, and DX came out. I popped. I don't know why. I, I don't know why. Cause maybe because I really didn't expect it. I honestly did not expect it. I expected them all to be there, but I didn't expect them to be there for that match. And when they came out, I was like, oh, okay. That's cool. You know what I mean? And they had Hall and Nash with them. And looking at them, when Raw went off the air, I wanted to watch, go on a WWE Network and watch like a Monday Night Raw from like 1995. <laughs> like, cause just looking at the yeah, that, that just like, even ninety eight because ninety eight was like the I think was like WWE's best year. Yeah, that was the Attitude Era. I'm talking about before yeah. the Attitude Era when you still had Duke the Dumpster and and the oh, and yeah the Gimmick Era because that's when you had Razor yeah. Ramon still and Diesel and Road Dog was Roadie. He was uh, Jeff Jarrett's uh, Roadie or whatever. X-Pop was one, two, three, kid. Like, what? Looking at them in the ring, I was like, man, I want to watch something from '95, man. Back in their prime, their heyday. But yeah, I popped okay. on that part. Okay. And I also popped for Stone Cold, of course. But you know, I, you know, I, I got it. You know what? I'm gonna let it loose, man. I got a rant. Oh dear. <laughs> okay. Can I say one more thing for you, rant? By all means, give them the disclaimer, my friend. Okay, and in case y'all didn't know, um, this week's Raw was the Raw reunion where all the old school classic guys showed up. Hulk Hogan, Ric Flair, they, Ted DiBiase was there, uh, uh, Shawn Michaels, like I said, DX, NWO, um, RVD, like a whole lot of them there. Godfather, who I was, I was, I popped when I saw him. I was like, oh, it's the pimp daddy. Roll up that fatty. But... <laughs> 
all of them showed up. It was a um, well, I think it was a pretty good show. My co-host may uh may have a second opinion, but I thought it was a pretty good show. Pretty good matches, pretty good booking. Um, wasn't a great show, being that it's gonna have all the legends there. I, I thought it would have been like you know, a mega show or something like that. But, you know, all around, it was pretty good. And that is my uh, my rant, I guess you could say. But my partner may have something different. So he's going to speak now. I have nothing to do with what he's about to say. Eric, you have the floor. Ladies and gentlemen, the thoughts and opinions of Eric Sigurds <laughs> is uh, his thoughts and opinions alone. Now that we got that out the way. Oh, boy. Uh, yeah, let's talk about Raw, the, 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 the Raw reunion. <sighs> I, I, first, before I go off, let's just say, if you're going to start a show, if you're going to start a reunion show off, that's how you do it. That's how you do it. You bring out, you bring out, you know, the, the captain of the ship. Okay, seeing John Cena back, I was more, I was more, I was more glad about the fact that there wasn't a whole lot of booze. Like, let's put some respect on John Cena's name and everything that he's done for this company. Most definitely. I love Cena come out. I would have rather seen the Dr. Thugonomics straight out the gate, but I digress. I will take what I can get. That, the whole exchange between Cena and the Usos had me hyped. And then it immediately died. Yeah. <laughs> and it died because go, going through this entire show, I noticed that not one single active wrestler on the roster went over a legend. Hello? Hey. Hey, Vince. Hey, Trips. You have arguably the most talented roster in all of wrestling right now. Why wouldn't you let one of these stars go over on the legend to get the rub? Uh, oh, God. Let's, uh, first of all, can we fast forward a little bit? And let's talk about, you know, DX, you know, taking out, you know, taking out the club, one, let's get something out of the way real quick. It's been said that it was actually supposed to be Ricochet that was supposed to get the rub off DX. Yeah, but, but he had an infection in his elbow or something like that. And was it cleared yeah, to yeah. wrestle? Declared to wrestle. Okay, I get that. But why would you not at least keep that same thing going and let the club, let, let the OC, ugh, let the OC get the rub off DX. I mean, if you if you're really gonna put these guys together and you're really gonna put them in the spotlight, why in heaven's name would you have them getting their asses kicked by 40, 50 year olds? What have you done for the OC? First of all, you hadn't done much for them because you let them go out with that name. Let's start there. What does that stand for, anyway? Uh, original club? I, I don't know. I, to be completely honest with you, I don't know. But the OC is 
ridiculous. I, I, I hate it. But I hated it even more that you, you got you put these guys together and you want to give them like a bullet club type, you know, give them a bullet to bullet club type gig. All right, I get that. But if you're trying to build them up, what good have you done them when DX is taking them out? You have done nothing for them. You haven't squashed them. I won't say you squashed them. But good God, how first of all, it's hard to take the they call themselves the OC. It's hard to take them seriously at that point anyway. <laughs> it's hard to take them seriously anyway. Seeing them seeing them running away from Degeneration X, yeah. Sorry, not interested. Makes them look and weak. Makes them look weak. The the 24-7 shuffle that they did. <laughs> okay. Put on the legend. All right. Cool, get that. Why would you not let McFoley win the twenty four seven championship at some point? And real quick about the twenty four seven title, I popped when uh, Medusa. I forgot what her real name is. I know her as Medusa. When she had the title and she grabbed the trash can, I want to say yes, do it, do it. And if y'all don't know what I'm talking about, do your history and keep up. Okay, continue. Well, guys, it's Thursday. If you haven't seen what's going on at this point, if you're waiting, if you're waiting for our breakdown of the show, you brain is informed, okay? Yeah. <laughs> Literally just giving our opinions on this. But I, I didn't even really mark out at that because in a way I kind of saw, I saw it coming when she won it. And I was like, oh God, are they really going to do the move where she's going out and puts it in trash? But sure enough, yep. she comes. The only thing that saved that whole situation was the million paying her for it. Uh, okay, you got me uh, You got me on that one because I love the million dollar man. Both this show... Uh, absolutely. Like, this, this show in general, I, I just... Come on. Like, you guys better act like AEW is coming out with a show on October 2nd, probably named Wednesday Night Dynamite. Ooh, I like that name. NT. I like it too. I, lo- I, I I like that. I wasn't sure about it. when they said Tuesday night dynamite. Okay, I don't know what it is about the change of the day, but Wednesday night dynamite just kind of rolls off the tongue for me better. I'm liking it. I'm yeah, and plus, don't nothing really come on Wednesdays. So, with the exception of with the exception of NXT, which is rumored to be moving to FS1. Ah, so oh, we got what? a little war going on. It's a little interesting to well, me. Battle, maybe not a war, but a battle. I, I think that's a more fair. I think that's a a, a a much fairer battle than them going up against Raw or SmackDown. Anyway, when you think about it, Vince, Cody, you know the issue isn't really with Vince. Apparently, it's with Triple H. Yeah. So I can see. So I can see, and I like it. I like it. But this Raw, this Raw reunion that you guys put on. Hey, just my opinion. Ugh. That's all I got for you. Come on, you guys have got to do a better job of of putting these guys over and putting this. You guys, they, there was nothing even barely related to SummerSlam. Like they barely set up any matches for SummerSlam, and if they did, it was literally on the fly. Yeah, it was literally on the fly. Like I'm sorry, like, I, I love seeing legends like the next person. But watching Legends dominate the entire show 
with the active roster playing a supporting role, I'm sorry, it just didn't do it for me. And it's and I can't really blame WWE because Rumor Mill says that it was USA that wanted to do this. Okay, hey, by the way, USA, you guys, you, you guys are filling your britches a little bit because you guys suggested this twenty four seven championship, and you're like, oh, oh, okay, we got, and so now you guys wanted this this raw reunion. Does any of the people in USA are they even wrestling fans, or are they just TV fans that want ratings? Don't even it's a, dude. The ratings is their is their number one priority. I, when it comes to the wrestling fans, I, I think that's a, a the very distant second. Their thing was ratings. They wanted ratings. Okay, well you got the ratings. You guys got three. You guys got three million plus watching the, the Raw reunion. But I guarantee you, I guarantee you. It will not next week will not hit three million viewers. I'll be shocked if it does. And if it does, I will come on this show and I will say WWE made an ass out of me. I guarantee I will do it. I promise you I will do it. Shabo, keep me to my word, homie. What Remind ratings, me if I what ratings did they get this raw? They got three million. Oh, okay. They got three million viewers. But I guarantee they're not gonna hit three million next week. Oh no, nah. they gotta come strong next week. Yeah, and and uh, you know what? They might have had a better chance if somebody if somebody from the active roster actually had actually gotten over the whole night. But it but it was more about the reunion than anything else. And it's yeah. like, come on, guys, give me something to work with here. It's like they're so inconsistent right now because they're trying to figure out what works and what doesn't. So it's like one week you guys give me high hopes, and then the very next week it's like I'm dreading. Changing the channel to USA. Wow. So for so for the love of all things holy WWE, give me something. Give me something this Monday. Somebody got some, somebody gotta go through the stage again. Somebody's gotta go through the stage again. I don't care who it is at this point. It can be you guys can bring back Hornswoggle and put him to the stage. I, I, all right, wow. fine. You might I might wow. pop a little. Guy, it's got to be better than this atrocity that they put on Monday, man. Yeah, yeah, <sighs> yeah. I, I agree. Uh, well, I, I found it funny, and not to bring race and nationality in this, but the first two matches all had to do with Samoans. Yeah, the Usos <laughs> and Rikishi, and the second match was Roman Reigns and Samoa Joe. So I'm like, y'all trying to get them out the way, or y'all think they the best? Like, it just it just looked funny to me. Like, damn, okay. It, it, yeah, especially that with that match between Samoa Joe and Roman Reigns. Like, you guys literally just threw that match together. And once again, uh, this is my frustration. He Roman Reigns beat Samoa Joe clean in the ring. What are you going to do with Samoa Joe now? There's nothing that can I. Uh... You're gonna make me run all over again, Shabo. I'm trying. I'm trying to for my blood no, pressure. Samoa Joe talks tough. Mm, talks tough all the time on the mic, but you get beat clean in the ring all the time. You always get beat clean. Like I can understand if it was an interference or a, a disqualification with a low blow or something like that. But if you just straight up lose, they come out the next week talking tough and then lose. They come on the next week talking to it's like uh nobody's gonna believe you now. Nobody's gonna get behind you. 
Nobody's gonna want to pay to see you. So fault. It's not Joe's fault. It's strict. It's strictly fair. It's their fault. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm getting at, though. That's what I'm saying. Like, what steam does he have now? Because he's one of your top players, one of your top heels that actually gets a reaction from the crowd or was getting a reaction, but he just keeps getting beat clean. He's putting guys over, and it does nothing for him. What is the point of building of building Samoa Joe up to be the monster that he truly is? Oh, most definitely. To have him basically job every week. And for those who don't know, Samoa Joe originally came from TNA where he dominated the X Division. I mean, dominated it. Decimated it. And he was a force to be reckoned with. TNA is kind of a, a kind of stale production now, but they knew what to do with guys like Samoa Joe and AJ Styles and Christopher Daniels. They knew what to do with them. They knew how to build them up and make them look good. Samoa Joe in WWE... Ew. He was a monster at NXT. In NXT, yeah, yeah. That ladder match between him and Finn Balor at Takeover. Oh my gosh! Like if there was anybody believable, like Joe, like Joe could beat everybody. But as soon as I, dude, I don't know what the curse. I'm gonna call it the Vince McMahon curse. We have got the Madden curse when it comes to gaming. We have the Vince McMahon curse when it comes to wrestling because it seems like every wrestler that every wrestler Triple H builds up in NXT and has so and has so much momentum going behind them, and I mean dead the minute they hit Mondays or Tuesdays. Uh, it's so frustrating. As especially as a wrestling fan, like dude, I what is going on? I don't know. You're handing AEW babies. That's what you guys are doing. You're just handing them away. I mean, dude, I go on WWE's Facebook page all the time, and I literally, and all I see is, I can't wait for AEW to start. I can't wait for AEW to start. I can't wait for AEW to start. And guys, this is on y'all's Facebook page. That's funny. I got to do something, man. I'm not convinced. He, he ain't grabbing me. I'm, I, dude, I am here because I have been a lifelong WWE fan. My God. Give me a reason to stay. Give me a reason. Well, here's one reason. We got a new face of fear. Yes. And he attacked Mick Foley with the mandible claw. And I the only him. highlight of the whole night. The only highlight. Yeah. Is he said the beginning and watching him go, I did not like, I did not like him. I guess I have in uh, you know, Mick Foley, Mick Foley's close to my heart because he's, a, I've always rooted for the underdog, and Mick Foley was the ultimate underdog. Yes, he was. I didn't like seeing Mick Foley, I didn't, I didn't like seeing that, but I get it, I, I get that. That was the one rare times where they let, where they actually let a superstar get over. Exactly, and the fact that he used the manable claw, Mick Foley's own move. I hope that becomes part of his repertoire because that would fit him perfectly. I would love that. I, I when I saw it, I was like, yeah, I was expecting the sister Abigail. But when you think about Mick Foley, I don't think Mick Foley could even take one more bump. No, so no. I, no. so I, I got the manable claw, but he looked scariest doing it. Yes, yeah, you yet to see his face. Which I, I love that also. Me too. I, I don't think we should ever see Bray Wyatt's face in the ring. I believe he should always wear, wear that mask. Wear that yeah. mask in the ring. Yeah, like Kane. 
and I tell you what, that it's this, you know, Finn Bella Bray Wyatt match for WrestleMania is looking really good, man. It's looking good. And I was hearing a rumor about Finn Balor, and this is what I've been saying about Finn Balor, is that the demon is more over than than Finn Balor, the actual person. I completely agree. I completely yeah, agree. Because remember, I told you like a couple weeks ago, a couple months ago, whatever, that I, I don't understand Finn Balor. I don't get it. I don't understand it. I don't know what his appeal is. But the demon, why is he just a demon? Because the, the demon gets a bigger pop than Finn Balor does. Yeah, that makes sense. It does. It does. So I don't get Finn Balor himself. I get. The, I understand the demon, like, but I don't understand the whole Finn Balor. So you think we're get? You think we're gonna get the demon at SummerSlam? Yeah. Well, uh, the rumor I had heard is that it was gonna focus more on the demon, like just straight make him the demon, like have him lose because he's undefeated at SummerSlam or something like that, right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, like have him lose and he just snaps and it just starts being the demon. I heard that from um boys from Walk Culture. Okay. I like yeah. that. I like that I, I like that idea. Me but too, because yeah. yeah. I don't want to see the demon. I don't want to see the demon lose because I like like I said last week when, when I was uh when we were doing fantasy booking for Bray Wyatt. I don't want to see the demon lose at WrestleMania because I really think that that's something they can work toward. Like the under, the Undertaker WrestleMania streak will never happen again. Nobody yeah, will no, no, no. like that. But you guys have perfectly set up Finn Balor to have an Undertaker esque type SummerSlam type SummerSlam uh, undefeated streak. But like I said last week. If 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 I were fantasy booking, I think you make Finn Balor the demon, and you make Bray Wyatt go. You make Bray Wyatt, you know, defeat the demon because that sets Bray up strong. It yes. sets very strong, and the demon character is not going to fit with the the OC because you know he's going to take a hiatus afterward, and the talk around is when he comes back, he's going to join the OC. <clears throat> I'm literally going to do that every time I say that. So you guys can get used to that one. And guys, you can tweet us and let us know what the OC stands for, because I have no clue. Please and let us know. And, and it's not important enough for me to try to look it up. I'm sorry. It's not. <laughs> literally, all you you look it up, you're literally going to get nothing but the CW show those. <laughs> Orange County. <laughs> oh, oh, my gosh, dude. I saw the funniest meme today. They had a poster of the show, the OC, and they pasted uh, Gallows, Anderson, and and Styles' faces on the guys, and I'm like, oh god! See, do you see what you guys brought on yourself? This is what happens <laughs> when you give them crappy names. The OC. No, the crap. Uh, we can make that a uh, one of our segments. One of the crappiest names in wrestling. One of the top five crappiest names in wrestling. We can do that. Oh, that's you know crap. I mean? That's crap. I'm all for that. Yeah, yeah. Stay tuned for that, fans. That's an idea I just came up with. The top five crappiest names in wrestling. Yeah, but, <laughs> but, but what other highlights did we have for all? What did the women do? Did they do anything? Uh, the ladies, the ladies did something. Um, SmackDown. Well, we're gonna, okay, uh, guys. I'm sorry. I'm just gonna go to SmackDown. I said what I had to say about Raw. Stone Cold. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> That's all we have to say about the Raw reunion. Oh, but, and really quick, and another rumor that happened on Raw was that Vince was mad at Stone Cold because he went over the time limit or something like that. 
So, first of all, did you shut your mouth? That Stone Cold MF in Austin, you let him go over the time. Uh, yeah. That pro killed that promo. Yo, you let that man have his moment after everything that he's done for, for the business. Oh, no, I ain't even mad. I'll pay the extra. And they let Kofi Kingston show his middle finger. Why couldn't Stone Cold show his, man? Come on, man. Yeah. God, God, let's go SmackDown. All right, SmackDown. And it's funny thing. I'm watching SmackDown right now. I, I know I'm late. Whatever. Sue me. And it's uh, Kofi <laughs> Kingston and Samoa Joe match. And watch Joe lose again clean. I bet you. I don't even know how this match going to end. Oh, you just You just watch. Yeah. But yeah, I'll tell you what. The the ladies the ladies are heating up SummerSlam, man. Oh God, I just saw the Ember Moon um, thing she did with Charlotte and ba- uh, Bailey. I don't see Ember Moon winning this match, but I'll tell you what, she puts on a heck of a match. That boss is not going to do anything to her. It's yeah. not finish her at all. She's got she's starting to gain momentum. You're starting to see the crowd get behind Ember Moon, and that a lot of diehard fans have been wanting Ember Moon to get her chance because uh, Ember Moon is an absolute she is talent I mean from the crown of her head to the soul, to the soles of her feet she exudes talent she's so good she can do it all I think her promo needs a little bit of a little bit of work I think she's good on the mic I think she could be better I think if you guys really, I think if they really let her loose and let her say what she has to say I think she would get like, that's, that's what I was going to say if it wasn't scripted I yeah. think she'll do a lot better coming up with stuff on her own. I think a lot of the talent would do a lot better coming up with stuff on their own than what the the, the writers that's not even out there. Because it's different when you're out there and you're viewing a crowd and you can feel the crowd. You know what to say and what not to say. Hey, you but can, when you it's scripted... What that? Yeah, like when it's scripted, it's like the crowd don't want to hear that. You know what I mean? Especially if it's something like, like if the match before stunk up the joint... And you come out there and give a boring scripted promo. That's just more booze on you. You probably a baby face, but it's more booze on you. But if they came out there and was like, "Boy, that match sucked before, didn't it?" <laughs> you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. That's what I'm. That's what I'm. today or something like that. You know, just let them shoot. Yeah, just let them, let them go for let them go for what they know. But I mean, I tell you what, that match that match between Bailey and Ember Moon could possibly steal the show. I think that match is going to be so good. And, and while it has it has not been official yet, Charlotte Flair possibly has a challenger. Oh, the name of Miss Stratisfaction herself, Trish Stratus. Whoa! Mine doesn't want to see. Doesn't want to see. This. Who in their wrong mind doesn't want to see this match? Oh my gosh! Are you kidding me? If it wasn't for Trish Stratus, there'll be no Charlotte Flair. Whatever. Right. In a sense. In a sense. In a sense. Yeah. Because of Charlotte Flair's dad, you know, that whole lineage. But still. It's fair to say, uh, but I think it's fair to say that Trish Trish definitely paved the way. Charlotte Flair wouldn't have the popularity that she has right now. Trish Stratus didn't have the popularity that she Yeah, yeah, most definitely. So she can definitely she can definitely owe a lot to her, but I think that match, wow, that is going to be a great match. Trish always keeps herself 
in amazing shape. You know, she and you can best believe that if this match if this match is gonna happen, she's already in the gym training. And I mean that oh God, that's gonna be such a that's gonna be such a good match. It really is. And I wanna see how the and it's funny, if you was a female wrestler in the 90s and early 2000s and you didn't get powerbombed through the table by the Dudley boys, you weren't over. You weren't over. Nah. That means nah. you weren't over because you ain't popular enough with the crowd. We don't want to see you go through a table by the Dudleys. Nope. Which I thought used to be hilarious, but anyway. I thought it, it gave me so much more respect respect for women because like that's what that's where my that's where my male feminist you know showed up like i was the, probably one of the first people like hey man these women are doing all these amazing things like give them a chance you know i was saying this you know as a you know teenager almost an adult you know what i'm saying give them a chance and then just to see how far the the women's revolution has come it's like and then when you see matches like dream matches like this charlotte flavor to stratus like the stars have aligned. <laughs> yeah. Right, right. And to clear things up, when I say I thought it was hilarious, I thought it was just hilarious that the females were willing to take that bump through a table. You know, like, wow, y'all ready to show y'all toughness, huh? That's <laughs> cool, man. I can dig it. I can dig it. Sure. Especially May Young. Like, good gracious. I think once that happened, all the females were like, oh, she can do it. I know I can do it then. May Young is a national treasure that we should all cherish for the rest of our lives. <laughs> she really was. Most definitely. Most definitely. Uh, uh, so what else we got for SmackDown? Uh, I don't know because I'm watching Kofi Kingston square off with uh, Randy Orton now. Randy Orton interfered with the match Kofi was having with Samoa Joe. And yeah. now Samoa Joe is nowhere to be found. Oh, nope. There he go. And he gets RKO'd. Well, damn. <laughs> and that's what I'm well, saying. You know what? That's fine. Bury Joe all you want to. Because Joe is good. Joe has one of two options. Either Joe wants to be set up for life and he'll go ahead and take these jobs because he's getting that WWE check. Or if y'all really piss him off, He's not gonna resign come contract. I don't even know if he's actually if he's actually resigned the contract or not. I'll have to look that up and see. But if he hasn't signed, if he hasn't resigned already, if he's if he's disgruntled in any way and doesn't like the way his career is going, I could definitely see him jumping trip to AEW. I could definitely see it, or even going back to Impact. Yeah, they try to bring that brand up. No, oh, yeah, definitely they need it. They needed this. This deal with access might give them a boost up, but we'll see. And then later on tonight, Roman Reigns versus Kevin Owens. What are they doing with Roman for SummerSlam? Uh, I haven't heard anything. I haven't heard anything. Me either. We all know the whole Kevin Owens is going to go and get Shane. Like, that's a given. McIntyre and Undertaker. Well, I haven't heard anything else about that, though. McIntyre and Undertaker. I don't know, but I know one thing. I don't want to see Roman Reigns versus McIntyre again. I'm good on that. Uh, I thought I, I thought I think that's over with with the whole extreme rules. I thought that was done and over with. It's got to be. It has to be. So I don't know. And then what are they going to do with McIntyre too? What are they going to do with him? Like at, at this point, they have to build him up. McIntyre is a main eventer. Yes, this he is. is. The time where you build him up to that major. That major championship match at WrestleMania. 
Now is the time. And I think, uh, um, I think, uh, it, uh, damn, just lost it. Oh, Roman Reigns and Drew McIntyre will meet again for the title. I think I said that in the last podcast. But I think that, that war isn't over with. That well, please for the love of God, let it happen farther down the road, and at least build them, build them up to it. At least don't don't give me this out of nowhere crap that they. What I would have liked to see is Roman Reigns and Bray Wyatt again, but everybody's saving that. They're saving. They're gonna save that one because I look at that as the perfect Superman versus the top villain. You know what I mean? That's the perfect good guy, bad guy scenario. You got yeah. a monster in Bray Wyatt, and you got the, the the chiseled good looks of Roman Reigns, the hero, the baby face, the man that beat uh, cancer or former cancer. You know what I mean? You, you know, you got that guy. And then you I got decent program. Yeah. So I, I don't know. That's what I would love to see. That's what I think is the future of the company, those two. I think those are your Ric Flair and Dusty Rhodes. Roman Reigns is Ric Flair, Bray Wyatt is Dusty Rhodes. You know. For sure. You know who I'd also love to see Bray Wyatt go up against? Who's that? Dusty Black. Yeah. I remember you put that as um Yeah. It, it, he was, yeah, that was on that was a raw show. That was a raw show leading up to the Slam. He defeated Alistair Black. But I think that like the story that those two guys could put together, you know, those dark, those two dark personalities, yo, they could put on a good program. They a really sick could. one, a yes. sick, sadistic one. Yeah, especially if it's like a no holds barred, yeah, or a false count anywhere, or no DQ. And for the record, I don't know the difference. Like I never understood it. What's the difference between a no hold bar match and a no DQ match? I don't get it. Uh, no countouts. <laughs> uh, I, I, don't, I don't know. No countouts, I guess. False count anywhere. I understand, but it's just like I. Don't, I oh, okay. You just like eh. Whatever. It's the same thing. Tomato, tomato. Yeah, yeah. So, anything else from Raw Down that stood out? Stone Cold. Yeah, uh, honestly, this was a, this was a slow one. I, I was yeah, a, with a Raw reunion, where was the Undertaker? I mean, <laughs> whoa, yeah, what, yeah, oh man, I you know I forgot about that because I thought about that one too. I ain't gonna go. I'm not gonna go. You know, full rain again. But yeah, that's a uh, Undertaker was on the very first Raw. How do you not have the Undertaker him, there? Him and Shawn Michaels. How do you not have that on the Raw reunion? Uh, it beats me. Beats the hell out of me. Well, what can you do? Stone Cold. <laughs> That's it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And what was Jim Ross? Was he there? No, Jim Ross was not there. He he was invited to be there. Oh, uh, he's in AEW. I forgot. Mm. He's in AEW, but Tony Khan, but Tony Khan was willing to let him go to Raw as a one-off. But Jim Ross didn't want to do it, and I and uh, all respect to Jim Ross for that because like, Jim Ross is loyal, if nothing else. Yeah, most definitely. Especially with Tony Khan giving him the okay, he could have got a nice check from that. 
but he did but to him loyalty loyalty matters more than anything else and i truly believe while the crowd would have loved seeing jr there i think i think that probably would have stoked that, that would have stoked the aew versus wwe beef so i think I thought I think cooler heads prevailed on that one, and Jr. was just like, "No, just to save things, I just won't go." Yeah, same kind of with Bret Hart. I heard he turned it down too. Yeah, well, I don't understand why Bret Hart wouldn't do it. Like, it's a, all, the only tie that he had with AEW was him presenting the AEW the, the title. Yeah, yeah. And, and I thought it was funny. Oh, that Billy Gunn wasn't there, and Road Dog was like, "Oh, I forgot Billy." <laughs> I thought that was funny. I did giggle at that. Um, yeah, but I, I think that that I think that worked out the best. That that, especially at this point where like the the, the where it's brewing and about to boil over, I think everybody's like kind of like you know what I'm saying, digging their heels in the sand and drawing lines of like, all right, this is what it is. Yeah. Well, folks, that's raw down. That was just our take on it, what we felt, uh, what we thought the high points were. Like I said, we're not going to indulge into every match, every segment, every promo, every interview, blah, blah, blah. You can go watch it yourself. This is just our opinion. As we like to call it, or as I like to call it, this is cafeteria talk. For those that don't know, when you're back in high school or middle school and it's the day after Raw Smackdown, you're in the cafeteria in the lunchroom with your friends and you're all talking about it, that's basically what me and Eric are doing right now. That's what days. Crestwood. Yeah, Kai. Crestwood. Shout out to Crestwood Middle School in Chesapeake, Virginia. Fucking And I said to myself, if you didn't go to Crestwood, if you're from the Chesapeake area and you didn't go to Crestwood in the 80s or the 90s, you just missed out on life. You missed out on everything, boy. We missed out on life. <laughs> boy. Crestwood was it. Oh, for sure, man. The, just our cafeteria talk, so we would talk about, uh, you know, Monday Night Raw and, and Nitro. You know, at our lunch table, man, boy, we had it lit. Yeah, those were the days. Those were the days. But on to our last segment, we're going to take a trip down memory lane. Well, hold on, hold on, mate. We got we got to take a quick break. We got to pay these bills. We, you know, we got we 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 got to we got to let the people take a break. You know, I put the I've, I've raised a lot of blood pressure because I'm sure a lot of people didn't agree with me. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah, you're right, you're right, you're right. I'll let you guys take a break. Yeah, we should take a break because I, I need some more water. And yeah. I gotta use the potty. Yeah, let the let the let it simmer down, you know, because if I don't have hate mail already, I'm sure it's coming. If we don't give them a break, maybe it'll go down from maybe a hundred to seventy-five. <laughs> so when we come back, memory lane, we're gonna talk about the first wrestler we saw that made us become fans. So stay tuned. Be ready. If y'all have your own thoughts, you can give us a call, text, email, all that stuff later on. Okay, we'll be back. We'll be back. 